Hello and welcome to Jam Presents, a podcast series by me, Mike Groves, and a good mate of mine, Jason Cripps. This time, we're heading back to Camp Pleasant for Season 2 of Killer Camp. Killer Camp, Season 2, Episode 6. Straight into this episode with a reminder on what happened last time where we lost Lindy and Kaylee on DMD. Do you remember what it stands for? Double Murder Day. Me, hey, I thought you might have like forgotten. In- Do you know, I did until I started saying it. <laughs> Seven people have now been killed at Camp Pleasant in this season. You'd have thought they'd have shut it down after the last killing spree, to be fair, but no. Where's the health and safety? There's no self health and safety inspections. Or is it F, like every three years? So just in between they do these. Ah, oh, they've got away with it, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. So they have one really good year, followed by two awful years. <laughs> they've got one of those boards that says no accidents or incidents in the last X number of days. Yeah. <laughs> it's just resets every day. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Mate, we keep going back to it. It is murder season. So what That's do you true. expect? Well, it's also murder, but also rainy season. As we see later on. Oh my god, it's awful. What time of year do you think they film it? Like spring or something like that. It's not very good, is it? Yeah, probably. Probably like spring. Anyway, at the end of the last episode, we thought it was Bruce heading to no, the camp. Hang on. No, no, no. You thought it was Bruce. I disagreed with you. Okay, well, okay, yeah, but they sort of the thing was someone's approaching the campfire and everyone screams and you think, Oh, what's gonna happen? Yeah, Bruce okay. Bruce is coming along. But yeah, we didn't know who it was. It wasn't Bruce. Instead, it was Kobe. Right, what is going on? Why is this, this happening? Is, this is episode six out of eight, <laughs> and you're introducing new characters. Again, what is with the names? Like, it's, it's Kobe, yeah? Kobe, yeah. Yeah, but it's spelt differently. Differently to Kobe Bryant, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I don't know. What? But it's just, it's just strange how, like... What's the context here? Like, I need some lore. Like, has he been in the woods for the last five weeks? Like, walking around? <laughs> like, you see all these murder traps in the woods. He's just come out the woods. If anyone's sus, it's Kobe. It would have been cool if he was, like, an undercover cop and he was playing that role. You know, they'd, he'd been called as a... Oh, yeah. Or it would have been, like, thinking back at it now, and I'm jumping slightly. Would have been cool if he fell out of the locker. Yes, yeah. You know, or something like just Definitely. I, I know I'm really clutching and looking for something that's not there. But but you can't just bring a new character in without some lore. He, he there is a reason though. Go on then. Bobby says he needs Kobe to help the team sniff out the killer. That's bollocks. So maybe he's gonna sniff. Is he a sniffer dog or? That's bollocks. <laughs> and then I'm I like like I want your opinion. Can he be the killer? Surely not. Do you, do you think they've got to week six and then they're like they're saying to the like oh who's the killer like this is a production team who's the killer no I thought you. Hang on, I thought you were going to pick the killer. Oh no, that was up to you. Oh no, there's no killer in there. Yeah. We're going to have to now put someone in there. And the someone killer. that relates to the clues. And Kobe's a fisherman yeah. and he wears designer clothes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you, you didn't call him. Oh God, he's still he's still backing him. Like, fly him he's over, fly him over now. He's in the hotel. Yeah, he's in yeah. the green room just yeah. waiting no, to come knock in. on him. <laughs> so uh, what do you think? Because in, I, I, instinct says he can't be the killer. No, I'm sure he can't. I'm sure you can. But what's the point? We asked what's the point with Kaylee, didn't we? Yeah, but I think I think well, yeah, definitely there's no point in Kaylee. Except to try and like stir it up, be another honeypot for the girls. Well the fact the that girls, he says he, he's yeah, if he's there to steal the girls and win the money. And you can mm. al- already see that Gabe's not impressed. No. But also you've only got two episodes to do it and no one likes you. Did you notice Kobe's first words when he 
walked in? Kobe. No. <laughs> yeah, he, he screwed up a piece of paper and he threw it into the campfire. <laughs> Kobe. Yeah. yeah. He said, surprised to see me. Yeah, yeah mate, because... Like, because this is the first time I've seen you. And there's three episodes left. Like, you've literally walked out the woods behind us after someone's been killed. <laughs> I'm surprised to see anything at that point. Yeah. That could have been a squirrel. I'd be surprised. <laughs> Which reminds me, didn't we once have a chat about a squirrel that you saw fighting a pigeon? Yeah. And because it 100% happened. <laughs> I'd be surprised to see that again. That feels like one of these things when... You get hit, well, I say when you get hit by lightning. That's not a, a regular occurrence by any feet. But yeah, I'd, if I saw that again, I'd be massively surprised because that's not happening again. <laughs> Unless we set it up. Yeah. Do you reckon you could train a squirrel? We're going off course. You Let's... can train squirrels. <laughs> you say that with such conviction. And, you can, tra- and you, you, can, can. you can train anything. I reckon you can train anything. You can train pigeons for sure. I'm not, not sure whether to fight, but you can train them in other things. Yeah, maybe not to fight. Like, could you teach a... We're going too far, of course. I would say, though, talking about training animals and things like that, like, it's about getting the animal to listen. And you know, like, spiders... I don't know if you know this about spiders. I only learned this recently. But spiders, their um, ears are in their legs. And you can test it. Now, you, you, I know you're looking at me funny. You can test it because if you... They're shouting into their legs. If you No, get a spider, right? Pull all its legs off and then call it towards you and it won't come. Fuck's sake. (laughs) Right, move on. Right, Right. cut that. Move on. (laughs) So Syrah is all over Kobe's arrival. SJ's loving him too. As they talk about Kobe joining the group, we hear Bruce's voice for the first time as he talks to the camera in the counsellor's office. That's who I'm looking forward to welcoming Kobe to Camp Pleasant. I think he'll do just fine. <laughs> what is that about? I like that Bruce is being included, but I don't like the fact that we now know what he sounds like. Or that he's in like this diary room situation. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like funny, he's, 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 he's thoroughly been le- like felt like he's left out. <laughs> so it's like, well, come on, just go in there. It'd be funny. You want to see him ripping shit apart rather than just talking. <laughs> There's a there's a there's a bit slightly before that where they're all talking um, in the cabin, mm. and then Kobe says, "Oh, if if you're the killer, you can you can pretty much kill me in an instant if you don't like me." And then it immediately cuts to Clyde just nodding. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I was thinking, Clyde's a killer. Yeah, is that hundred percent? And to be honest, Clyde throughout this episode made himself so suspicious, and obviously we know what happens at the end now. But it's of no surprise, the, the result at the end of this. Bella's buzzing that Katie's dead. Maura says it's far more positive in the camp now. Bella calls us the uh, the witch. Oh, does she? That's quite, yeah. She goes, the witch, the witch is dead. Nice. Is that another, is that another, another film reference? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't from Gabe, though, because he doesn't know anymore. The uh, the girls were um, ogling a little bit as well, weren't they, when the, when the blokes were all oh, working out in the hate, gym area? I hate these little like, set pieces. <laughs> it's like, oh, girls, you go and like sunbathe, and the guys are going work out. I hate it. Yeah, I would be fully up for it if someone asked me. To. <laughs> did you um? Did you see SJ's hair? Yeah, really straight. Looked good. Looked Superb. Good. Yeah, guy can just pull any haircut off. I reckon. Yeah, brilliant. 
Gabe apologizes to SJ for suspecting him and well, basically calling him out in the last episode. And we see Kobe mentioning that he's already noticed Clabe's sort of relationship. Bobby calls them to the games field for the cash challenge. And it's, well, sort of an eating challenge. Uh, buzzing for this. Absolutely love these eating challenges. Very different to the last eating challenge. I was expecting the hot dogs again, like last time. But no, this is uh, this is very different. It's called Lick It Real Good. So blindfolded campmates need to move food aside with their tongues and reveal a letter Put all the letters together to reveal a word. Very strange eating challenge. It's not really eating. It's just moving everything out the way. Yeah, so can... I, I don't know who's come up with this, but the whole team love a love a slippery floor. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because cause it could have been it could have been some sort of assault course that you do when you're blindfolded. But it's like I'll oh, just chuck some baby oil some, down. Yeah, fairy liquid down or something to slip and slide. Yeah. So Clyde, Syrah, and Kobe go first blindfolded on the slippery slope, head over there, and they've got rotten fish. Clyde finds the letter J. Syra says she's got the letter N. And someone else must have had the letter A, and I didn't capture that. Who, did, who else did they go with? Oh, Kobe. It must have been Kobe having the mm-hmm. letter A. Yeah. And then Syra saying the letter N, but just before the timer goes, she correctly identifies the letter W for the word jaw. Like, that is proper clutch. It's like one, one second left. Mm. Because you think she screwed it up for all of them. Mm-hmm. Next, it's Gabe, SJ, and Bella. And Bella, oh my God, going so, so slow, really letting the team down across that baby oil slippery slope. They've got, they've got googly eyes on the uh, blindfold as well, which I thought <laughs> yeah. was a good, nice touch. Yeah. But when you're set up and put the blindfolds on, you know it's straight forward. You know there's yeah, nothing just, in your way. Just go forward. You're the second group going, so you know that no one's going to. Nothing's going to get chucked at you. Yeah, they're not going to like drop up. anything on your head, no. Yeah, so you, all you have to do is just walk straight. Granted, it's slippery, but that's all you got to do, walk straight. But yeah, that's she's why so it's so timid. Yeah, yeah. SJ is barfing like fuck because they've got rotten cheese. Absolutely gross. Fair play to him, though. He keeps going back for more, though. Yeah, yeah. And eventually finds the letter A. Gabe finds the letter R. And after fucking ages, Bella gets to the letter M to spell the word arm. That's close to the wire as well. Again, another close one, yeah. Next, it's Jada, Mora, and Kobe for his second time. Yeah, because Gabe said you have to do it twice. <laughs> yeah. Dog food, bolognese. Kobe has the letter S, Jada has the letter O, and Mora moves her plate out of the way. Oh, that shot of her moving that plate. That's so obvious. She might, right? as well, she might as well get her hand and push it out of the way. And flick it. Because I think she's even saying, oh, my plate's not here. It's like, well, you, you literally just felt, felt it go. I know, like... Yeah. Even you, if you it was see, a mistake, then you know, you know which roughly direction where it would. And I'm sure that she puts her head down and it touches her chin again, so you'd know that it's it's moved. Yeah. So dodgy. So, so dodgy. It felt like she's trying to come up with an excuse. Mm. They don't get the word at that point, and the killer wins $1,500. At this point, the campers have won 3,000, the killers won 1,500, and Bobby asks them if they want to win a little Bobby bonus. They have 20 seconds to tell him what all of the words have in common, the words being arm, jaw, and rib. Now, let's focus on the word rib for a second, word rib for a second, because the S and the O from Kobe and Jada in the last round were completely wrong. 
I can understand Kobe getting an S instead of an R because the R has almost got that yeah. curved bit, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Whereas Jada saying the letter O instead of an I, that is massively sus. No, because she, no, she definitely had an O. She had an O. I'm sure she oh, did. Oh, we, we could see it. Yeah. Unless we didn't... Did we not see it all then? Because they, there was an S and an O, but then the final word was rib. So I don't was understand... It? Yeah, Bobby had written that on the... I, I have distinct memory of Jada's being like an O. Because I thought, I thought, oh, I mean, that's quite an easy one to get. Because it's continuous. I wonder what their word would have been then. If there was, maybe there was another body part. You know, I... What, th- a three-letter body part? Or was there another round and we didn't see it? I don't know. Worth going back and have a look. Definitely. Find an O, it's definitely an O! Anyway. We, before we get on then, all right? What would you what would you prefer to have and what would your worst be? I think the fish would be my worst. Okay. Yeah, rotten fish. Now I like um, cheese, but rotten cheese sounds disgusting. Like can you get rotten? Like how bad has this cheese got to go to be rotten? Exactly. That how long do you have to leave it? Because it could just be stinking cheese, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because you can get some cheese like years old and it still tastes good. Mm. And it's like designed that way. But then dog food doesn't really affect I don't I wouldn't. I mean, really you eat that. With... I mean, you eat that all the time, anyway. At the tin, yeah. Yeah, nice bit of pasta there as well. <laughs> yeah, I think fish would be my worst one as well. Fish has got to be the worst. It's just gross, anyway. They correctly answer that the words are all body parts. I mean, they, that, that was, was a difficult question, right? I thought it was going to be one where it's going to be like a, I don't know, for example, line, and it would be like jaw line and like line something, and you know, yeah, 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 one of those. Not just, oh, yeah, they're all body parts. Brilliant. No, yeah, that there's a word that goes before or after all of the yeah, other words. Yeah. yeah. We find out, actually, that they've now banked almost 15 grand in this season and the killer only has 12. And I think, is this where it's swayed the most? We 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 probably haven't seen it this much sway in favour of the contestants for a long time now, I don't think. The next shot is where it is absolutely pissing it down. And SJ and Syra in the outdoor snook, or whatever you called it, when we, uh, when I, we I, call it, I think I call it a snug. Yeah, it's I'm more sure it was. <laughs> I meant snug. <laughs> SJ tells Syra about Kobe's interest in her, and she expresses an interest in him. Only three days left, though, if they want to make something of it. So I don't think there'll be much romance there. Mora enters all upset because she was the only one to screw up in the last task. They begin to question why Clabe are so important. Looks like Clabe could be moving on from SJ to Mora now. And we also get the third hundo P from Gabe as they talk about whether they can trust Kobe, followed by a fourth hundo P from Clyde shortly after. I love how Clyde says that you can trust him with his life. Yeah, yeah. And you've known him about 12 hours. You've known him 12 hours. And and what happens uh, in the meeting? At the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Bobby calls them all back to the dorm for another chance to find clues to the killer's identity. The last time they had the vote off, Lexi was incorrectly called out as the killer. That's what Bobby reminds them just before they undertake this task. They're heading back to Bruce's cabin to try and find five more clues. Last time they found four, which were the killer would not admit to being a cheat. The killer will be back. The killer has designer taste and the killer is fishy. Kobe and Syra are the two chosen to undertake the challenge. I just think this is such a brilliant move by 
the production team to say, these guys are getting close or we can force this relationship if we want by putting them in this challenge together. And fair play, even Gabe calls it out. Oh, hey, that's cute. Good first date. Because of the disturbance they caused last time, Bruce has put a decibel meter in his cabin. So if they get too loud, he'll hear and return quicker. Before they go into the challenge, did you see the Killer Camp VHS on top of the TV behind Bobby? Yeah, but did you see the little bit next to it? No. You know, I think I think maybe it's episode one. I said, why don't they call like why don't they call this something different? And literally, that VHS is called Killer Camp: The Return. What? Yeah. Ah. That's, that's such a better name for season yep. two. Yeah. Definitely. Did you see the other tape? No. It's uh, Made in Hellsea. Made. <laughs> such a clutch, such a clutch that oh, is. Dear but me. I, I, th- I, I love stuff if that would, like had a that was somehow a clue to who the killer was. You know. Oh my god! So Kobe and Syrah enter Bruce's shack. Kobe's already bricking it. Quite the gentleman as well by letting Syrah go in first. Yeah. They first find keys and a Polaroid with a photo on it of a cabinet. A body bag falls out, and they need to open the body bag to find the first clue. The body moves. What I would have preferred here is if that in that body bag was one of the former campmates. Like if they had the... I appreciate in some of the cases we wouldn't have the body of, you know, all of them. Imagine that was Valentina with stumps for arms. Oh, can you imagine? The, um, the discipline. I, always, I don't know. People are a lot more professional than I am. But the discipline of that person in that body bag. Yeah, oh my God. I would be laughing. Well, we said it with um, Who Done It, didn't we? Where they used to keep really still on the morgue tables and how you just, yeah, you just find it too difficult not to uh, not to crack up. They find the first clue and another Polaroid, which tells them to head to the fridge. The fridge door beeps like fuck and the decibel meter is going mad. Kobe doesn't shut it for ages. They're literally Listen, kind of shut. Yeah, but you can hear it. You can hear the fridge. And surely level. you can hear them shouting, shut the door. They eventually find another clue and head to a plastic barrel. Nice and easy. There's a photo floating on top. However, there isn't a clue there, so they need to dig deeper into the barrel. They eventually find it and next head to the pile of teddy bears. The teddy bears talk and make that much noise that it triggers Bruce to return. I think Bruce was always coming at that point because those teddy bears, I don't even know if there's a way of shutting them up. It was very much, you've now disturbed this pile. We're going to send Bruce on his way. They've got very little time to find the right bear, but eventually do because Gabe, I think, says, is it Gabe that says, have a look for the, uh, have a look at the one that you see on the picture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, they managed to escape with four of the five clues. There's no awesome parkour like SJ did last time. And they return back to the, the group with, with four clues. So a few observations from my end. Yeah. When they open the, the barrel um, and Kobe puts his hand in, mm. there's a distinct fart noise. Now, is that from Kobe or is that from the barrel? <laughs> I think I think there was like a gas, um, like there's a compressed air or, or some sort of feed to the barrel, wasn't there? Because it was blowing up quite a few bubbles. So you're just covering for Kobe then? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He because did. there's a because he uh, on that bit he literally looks around like he's trying to blame it on someone hey, else. Maybe that's what it was. He saw the bubbles and thought, "I'm going to get away with this now." 
And if Syrah like walks in and chews my fart, I can just say, <laughs> "Oh, it's the oh, barrel. It's the barrel. Oh, that drum. It stinks. Stinky, stinky, yeah, stinky drum." I'm so sorry, Kobe. <sighs> I hate my life. Also, when they escape, it's daytime again. Although yeah. I think they show like a a shot of it being at nighttime. They make it all dark. I don't know if or not they're just using like night cam. Yeah, they make it creepier by filming it at night, but it's very much two o'clock in the afternoon when they're going in. So they went, they got um, they got four out of five clues. Mm. And the last one being, like, where, did I miss the bit where they, they got one out of sequence or something? Because the last one was outside in the dog bowl. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Or a dog that we haven't seen, but a dog bowl. Um. Where would the other one be then? Where would five or five be? Unless that was five and they... Oh no, because that was the last vote. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Or did they not manage to find the clue with the dog bowl? No, they did. So they found one in the fridge. Mm-hmm. They found one in the plastic drum. Yeah. They found one with the teddy bears. Teddy bear. The teddy yeah, bear led and then they the found one with the dog bowl. Yeah, what the fuck? So it's like... Is it impossible to get all five? I don't know. Maybe the same person that forgot to bring Kobe in on day one is the person responsible for putting all the clues out. He's like, I was only given four. Blame it on the apprentice. (laughs) So the clues, first of all, the killer doesn't add up. Secondly, the killer took orders. Third, the killer is not a citizen of the world. Four, the killer is a cinephile. When asked what a cinephile was, Bobby very much is like, ah, see you later. (laughs) He doesn't tell him. Is that because he doesn't know, which I doubt, I think he does know, or is it because it's funnier if they don't know? Yeah, it's funnier if they don't know. I assume, because even if he didn't know, he's got word in his ear, so they would, I think production have probably said, fucking don't say anything, just just walk out, just walk out. I think it's obvious, mate. It's absolutely obvious who the killer is. Who's that then? Well, who is a cinephile in that group? Who's the only one that always talks about two of his favourite films? Oh, Gabe. Gotta be. He loves Willy Wonka in Bride of Chucky. Yeah. When he's, when they say cinephile, is it like, the, the term cinephile, I think, is it is it one of those where, does it mean you're like a fan of movies or is it you're obsessed with one particular movie? <laughs> yeah. Willy Wonka in the trailer. <laughs> like, exactly. Gene Wilder version. The, um... The killer took orders made me think waitress immediately. I think they talk about that later on as well. And they ask about who's been a waitress. Doesn't add up. Oh, I'm not really sure. But Bella's having trouble answering. And I don't, yeah. again, it's, I think it was Jada that said that you, she's like visit, like visibly, you can see her trying to think about an trying answer. Trying to think of answers, yeah. Mm. Well, they say that Bella and SJ haven't moved abroad anywhere, whereas all the others have, you know, either moved from America to England or lived in various parts. None of them have been waiters or waitresses. Bella says she's worked as a personal assistant who would take orders. That's a bit of a stretch. I think anyone who works in a job is taking orders. Mm -hmm. Bella's now the biggest suspect to the rest of the group. But Jada does point out that Clay are always trying to force the narrative. And it does strike me as that's what they're doing. But then with the revelation at the end of this episode... Yeah, I think this is like a massive, massive switch. Definitely. I I felt like that. I felt that they were trying to force the narrative on someone. Mm. Um, and even like SJ is like standing up for Bella. Yeah. I hope that we, um, like when we do find out who the killer is or killers, they they relate every clue back. So they, they did with, in the last series, I think, there were there were a few that 
we um we cottoned on to that, that that they then did go back and say oh yeah i think it, didn't he go oh I, I love avril lavigne like i'm sure there's like a few things like that yeah. where he relates back to it so into the last 15 minutes of the episode now and we've got syra and kobe cozying up at the campfire whilst others chat about bella being the closest link to the clues Gabe is going full on Charlie with his string on the photo board. Do you see where he's putting pins in and like moving like lines of string from yeah. from clue to photo and stuff? It's fantastic. Clabe have gone from SJ to Mora to Bella in the last 24 hours. And by all accounts, it looked like Bella was going to be on her way. And what I put here was if at this point Bella gets voted off and isn't the killer, then it has to be one of Clabe because they've orchestrated both vote off so far. Well, well, no, they orchestrated the first vote off and every time they sort of have these conversations, they're always putting in their opinion. Yeah, the end does very much turn it all on its head. We'll talk about that shortly. Gabe says he thinks that he and Clyde have cracked it and it's definitely Bella. She then says she's heartbroken, but she does not seem genuine at all. And like, I think she definitely could be the killer. Definitely. Yeah, now I, yeah. And I know, obviously I know the ending of this episode. Yeah. Um, and I was quite pleased and even got in my notes that when the others started to sort of break out of Clyde and, and Gabe's sort of, you know, team. Yeah. And they started voting for Clyde. Um, I was quite happy and I was thinking, oh my God, this, this is actually, this is actually going to happen like that. You know, he's, he's, he's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Which he did. Um, but now, now we know that Clyde's innocent. It all lots, starts, it, lots yeah, to lot, unpick. Exactly, lots to unpick, and it starts to make a lot more sense. So SJ is the person, or SJ is the first person to defend Bella and call out Clyde. Jada is asked who the killer is, and some of them match to Bella. Like she, she says, some of the clues match to Bella, and some of the clues match to Clyde. Some match to SJ. And I would honestly, at this point, I was buzzing. I was thinking, come on, please let it be Clyde that gets voted out, because even if he isn't the killer. It's going to be great to see him walk. I honestly thought, though, that most of them would have been too scared to even suggest that it's him through fear of being the next target. Yeah, so no. So Clyde voted for Bella, calls her the evil little genius, and even puts a little hundo P in the bottom corner. He puts 100% when he writes it down. Jada is trusting her gut, has chosen Clyde. Come on, Jada. Gabe is next. Obviously, he's chosen Bella. Bella votes next. She's chosen Clyde, claiming that Killen Valentina was tactical, she puts Clyde the liar on her board. SJ's chosen Clyde, which is fantastic. Mora next. She's also chosen Clyde. She was always going to choose Clyde. As soon as, you know, talk got around that it's not going to be her and it's going to be between Bella and Clyde. She's always, always going for the person yeah. that's trying to be. And that's because they, they went after her a few weeks. And well, same few same ago, as SJ. It's all backfired because they went for SJ as well. Kobe hasn't voted yet and nor has Syrah. And I thought, oh, there could be another twist in the tail. Nope, Syrah goes next. And we get a perfectly timed ad break. When it comes back, she turns her board to reveal that she has chosen Clyde. Genuinely did not care if he was the killer at this point. Was just so pleased that actually he's tried to play. I, I do feel a bit bad because he's played the game well and he's not the killer. But he was too harsh on other people, I think. And they've all pulled it out and gone, yep, see you later, mate. Kobe votes Clyde too. And Gabe gets really butthurt by this and starts like, you, you, how dare you do this? You, you've only known us 24 hours and all that sort of thing. Gabe feels really insulted. I don't know what it is, but I noticed Clyde is like the mastermind behind everything. You just got here yesterday. You really honestly don't know what's going on. So when asked by Bobby, 
Clyde, are you the killer or are you innocent? Clyde responds, I am not the killer. And I was not expecting that to come out of his mouth. No. And Gabe, I mean, Gabe's so sure of it as well, isn't it? Like, and I think that's quite a, tell, like a telling sign, maybe even for Gabe to be the killer. Because as soon as, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, obviously Gabe trusts Clyde, but when Clyde said he's innocent, Gabe's straight on at Kobe saying... Straight on at Kobe. You know, he's saying it's and, obvious. It's not, you know... It's, it's yeah, the, he's saying it's got to be Bella and stuff. Yeah. Like, Gabe doesn't even look worried. He doesn't even look worried that Clyde's going to be the killer. Yeah, that's true, actually. That's true. Maura says, yeah, we screwed up, but the boys needed to be separated. Now, I couldn't, put it, any, yeah, I couldn't yeah. put it any better myself. I think that's absolutely right. What I will feel bad is, like, at the end when the killer goes, walks away with all the money... And then Gabe's there. Clyde's dead. Gabe's now gone. And the killer's taken the money. And actually, they were on to something all along. And it, mm-hmm. it becomes more or Bella or SJ. That'd be so funny. Anyway, on with the scary story. Look. Once upon a night, a camper named Clyde went for a walk in a dark wood. After walking for a while, he came upon a midnight clearing. It was a farmer's field. In the distance, he saw a figure. Was it Bruce? No, just a scarecrow. Phew. He approached the straw man. A sign was hanging around its neck. Clyde turned over the sign to reveal his own name. He recoiled in fear and ran into Bruce. Clyde held up his hands in fear. Bruce swung aside. Look, mommy, no hands. Screaming, he fled for the trees with his stumps pumping like bloody super soakers. And then bang! Bruce was back, holding a shovel. The handyman slammed it down and took off a foot. Clyde was hopping mad, bouncing across the field like a human pogo stick. He tripped and fell, staring up in the night sky. Bruce was back, this time with a rake. He scored the camper's face leaving disgusting, bloody scratches. Bruce then worked through every piece of garden equipment in the camp. A hoe, a broom, a weed whacker, a leaf blower. Bruce loves gardening. Bruce whipped out his trusted shears, and in a flurry of slippity-fucking-slips, he cut off the arms and legs leaving a bloody torso. Bruce picked up what was left of him and screwed him onto the scarecrow's legs. Before finishing the creation with a mask. And you know what the really sad part was? He wasn't even a very good scarecrow. What the fuck is this killed? It, to be fair, I've even put 
it's one of the better kills. Yeah, it probably is. It, you, you, I know they went stupid with all the all the tools, but at least it was like, you know, there was some horror aspects to it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. You know, you got diced up and eventually made into a scarecrow that gets shit on by a bird. And then we're told tomorrow will be another bloody day because ultimately the killers survived. The next episode looks great. We see a task from the last series return next time as well with the balancing of those buckets. So that's the end of this episode. And the question to you is, if it ain't Clyde, who's the killer? I'm going to, I'm going to, like, it is pointing at Bella. I, I'm going to change it up. I'm going to say SJ. Ooh, it'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Mm. If it is SJ, I want him to win as well. Yeah. Because he's very clever. I think Bella's acting when she's like, I can't believe you are suspecting me and stuff, I didn't necessarily buy. When I see when I see Maura upset, I do feel she's more genuine. Yeah, but, but we just saw Maura just headbutt a plate out of the way. <laughs> exactly, is the most suspect thing. And for yeah. that reason, I think I always edge my bets and, and go with two, but it has to be Maura or Bella. Um, I think in terms of the actions in the tasks, because they both, neither of them did very well, did they? Even Bella. All right, she came in clutch, but she was a bit slow on that last task. Um, oh, let's go for it. I'll say Mora. So we got Mora and SJ, yeah? Because you make you think, like, if you were the killer, at some point you've got to be like, well, I've got to try my hardest at this task because the probability of someone messing up, though, looks sus. Especially on those vote ones, when people are voting. If you just try your hardest at a task, an opportunity could arise for you to sabotage it. But also, yeah. there's, there's people that will sabotage themselves. Yeah. No. You're right. It could be SJ. Okay, so here's another here's another sort of thing to point out. Bella follows us on Twitter mm. and has commented on a few of our posts. And so stuff. If, if she's the killer, are we signing our own death wish now? Well, what I'm get, what I'm actually getting at is more. If you came runner up on this show, or didn't win this show, would you be following along, or would you just move on and do something else? But if you won it, would you be more interested in following what other people are saying about it and stuff like that? And it depends on your personality type. But what I'm getting at is, is there a clue there that she's following us? Is that because she was the killer, or she won it, or something like that? Maybe, or she's just seen your handsome face and thought need to follow that everywhere I go. Or she's heard me talking about you being six foot six and true. You know, that's or she's girl's dream. Or she's gonna kill us. So Or we're doomed, yeah. Yeah. Bruce will be around your house like a shot. Did you see next week? Yes. So with the bucket challenge that we had from I love the, the bucket challenge. Series. Love yeah, it. It's good. And that's I, I think it's at that challenge that Gabe even says, Bella's the fucking killer or something along those lines. Only two episodes left. I can't really believe it. Like Two episodes left, and Kobe's literally just joined in this one. <laughs> We've seen Kobe for 40 minutes. Like, who's making that decision? Will we get another one before the end? <laughs> Can you imagine? Last episode, someone comes in at the start. <laughs> I'm here no. to shake things up. You're not the killer, mate. You can't be the killer if you, you haven't been here for... No, seven. no, no. Yeah. Kobe, Kaylee wasn't... Kobe's not. Not happening, mate. Not happening. Does do they get a share of the money then if they pick the killers? Not like Kobe. Yeah, I'd have thought so. Yeah, absolute piss do take. Think, do you think his share is going to be less because he's only there for like two days instead of eight? <laughs> two, two minutes. Don't know. Probably not. 
I feel that we would know who the killer is if we went on one of these shows or be killed within the first week. I think we would probably be the clave and we would um, get so far and then people would start thinking, the killer would start thinking. The killer would probably kill themselves to get away from us. <laughs> but I just cannot put up Just with end that. it. I'm just going to stand and confess. So this long series ends eight days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they won't stop chime. But what what you're saying is, if if big if, if this gets commissioned for season three, are we applying? Hundred percent. What roles would we take? Uh, I'll be have to be a like basketball player. Yeah. Imagine the the wide angle shot, not wide angle shot. Like how far back the cameramen have to step back just to get me in frame with everyone. Nah, just do it like Mike Wazowski and just have your head cut for every <laughs> single frame. Everyone's heads and it's just my neck. And like when you go for your um, when you go for your walk in the woods, you'd be walking along. And they're like, oh, they went their separate ways. And sadly, Jason's head came off when he hit a tree. <laughs> he wasn't the one destined to be killed. It was the other person. But imagine in the uh, in the like, in doing a little diary entry, I'll be like pulling the chair back <laughs> just to get into frame. Suspicious behaviour. Why are you always moving furniture? Um, I don't know what role I'd take. If you were the killer, would you tell me? Um. Right, fuck, end the podcast. How can I ever trust you ever again? <laughs> Look, if it meant risking losing... No, because I'd help you. <laughs> Imagine I told you and then you... Oh, no, because then I would never kill you, would I? No. Oh, that's a point. Right. I'd so... have to go. You'd have to kill me. I'd sacrifice myself. I'll, I'll walk into the lake. <laughs> this is actually a big thing, is that the way they get killed is that the killer votes for someone to kill. Mm-hmm. The other person that doesn't get killed is just brought in by the production team, but it's always the one that the killer chooses is killed. Yeah, but do you think that Lindy got killed then because Gabe was getting jealous? He wants Clyde to himself. Oh, no, because it was Gabe and Lindy, it was wasn't it? Gabe and Lindy, but okay. Gabe might have done it. Well, I'm... <laughs> Look how tight Gabe and Clyde were. Perhaps Gabe was keeping him on for this long intentionally. Just as a guaranteed vote for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because he'd convinced him that he wasn't. But then, I'm not being funny. If you look at who the killer was in the last series, it can't be Gabe, can it? Because it's too obvious. They wouldn't play the same. They wouldn't give the jock, would they? Surely. Mm. Or would they? You never know. We will find out in the next two episodes. It's Kobe. If it, come, if it comes to be Kobe... It comes to be Kobe, I'm deleting all these episodes. I'm just like, <laughs> not having it. Not having it. But unless you've got anything else to bring up, we will call it there. Call it there. Two more episodes to go. Can't wait. Peace. If you're still with us, thanks for listening. Come and say hello on Twitter. We're at Presents Jam because Jam Presents was already taken. For more content like this, head over to jasonandmike.com. We'll be back next week with more Killer Camp.